Aloha and welcome to the I'll Try That podcast. Uh, this week we are going all the way to Hawaii to try some beers from the Kona Brewing Co. Um, where they have bottled liquid aloha or canned liquid aloha, let's say. They've captured the essence of aloha. Um, I'll stop saying aloha and I'll say <laughs> aloha to, uh, to Barbara. Hello. <laughs> aloha. Or is it, uh, what's Mahalo? That's the other one I've heard of. I don't know what oh, thank you is. Oh, there you go. Oh, you've come to me. I know why. You want me to do some Hot Topic action. Um, I, I, yes, I accept. that was very clunkily handed That's over. I apologise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's going to give us the illusion of structure. Um, <laughs> I'll... Uh, I'll take it. If I'm honest, I just got very excited by saying aloha I think you did, a few yeah, times. That's going to come across, <laughs> and I'm quite pleased that it did. <laughs> but, uh, either way, I accept your challenge to take control of things from, from this point. Um, and I want to talk to you about a very interesting thing that uh, in, in many ways has been quite, literally quite close to our hearts. Okay. Guess, what, ex- guess what, it, what exciting gimmick of the marketing world am I going to talk to you about? I don't even want you to guess. I don't even want oh, to guess, okay. I'm just going to tell you. Can I give you a couple of things? The metaverse. Are you going to talk to me about the metaverse? Or or uh, are you going to talk to me about um, NFTs? That's all the buzz right now in, the, in our marketing world is yeah. talking about NFTs. NFT, yeah. Um, no flipping time for, for those, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, actually, you've gone a little bit too modern, actually, to be honest. For someone oh. like who's just basically a grumpy old man like me, actually, th- this topic is a little bit old. No, I'm going to talk to you about okay. QR codes. Or, oh, or, they're still ever relevant, Barbara. Is that still, ever relevant? Okay, all right. I can. I don't need a new pop culture reference just yet. Anyway, then that's all right. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to talk to you about QR codes. I'm going to talk to you about a QR code. How okay. Big, how big do you think the average QR code is? I'm thinking. Oh, it's sm- small thumbnail size. Something you can just scan on your phone on the on the back of a can yeah, or something or like, piece of like packaging. An, you know, like an inch squared. No, two, yeah, two, or, two or three centimeters than squared. If, if, if that, you know, an inch squared is probably a bit too big of I'm, a QR code. It look a bit, bit yeah. too big. I'm, on I'm like looking on the cans I've got to hand on. I'm thinking like you know, like the size of the barcode that you would get on there. How and well, so that's what I would think of the normal ones. We also, yeah. um, I don't know if anyone who's been keeping a close eye on our socials will have seen when we were at the craft beer festival uh, earlier yeah. this year. We did get T-shirts printed with a QR code to take people to the podcast if they wanted to to listen to it. Those were quite big, weren't they? Those were probably they were like, huge. I don't know, yeah. eighteen inches. Well, they they basically covered the whole of the back of the T-shirt. Yeah, um, exactly. By design, obviously. But we actually found to our detriment that that was a bit too big because you had to you had to kind of stretch out your back quite That's a lot it. for someone yeah. to get it like a... Without the ripple effects of the of our rippling muscles. Well, so I would have thought those were pretty big. And again, yeah, maybe, maybe they were like a foot in width or something like that. Yeah. So maybe a bit yeah. more than that. <laughs> How big do you think the biggest QR code <laughs> that's, that's ever been created was? <laughs> what? Wh- why? Well, why would someone create the biggest QR code? Well, because you're a big-time <laughs> brewery, and right. <laughs> this happened in the summer. I can't believe this wasn't bigger news, and we haven't covered it sooner. Um, yeah. the, I'm sure you'll know, the uh, America's oldest brewery is... Yingling. Bingo, got it in one. Uh, yeah, right. so 
Yingling took it upon themselves to create the world's largest QR code, um, which was, um, again, to be honest, I've gotten so obsessed with the size of it that I didn't actually pursue like what went down <laughs> in, into Why? the QR code. It was to um, uh, it, uh, uh, war veterans in, in the US, right. that phrase, you know, to, to honour the nation's heroes. That was the reason. Okay. Um, and it was also in conjunction with the fact that basically they wanted to also do something with um, the farming community because obviously that's a fairly significant contributor to 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 to, to, to So I keep laughing because it's I it's massive, right? This this was this August. It took them, you know, from um, they had to start plant plant planting um, all the different uh, seeds in 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 May. Um, oh, hang on. So they cre- they grew this QR yeah, code. Yeah, they grew it. Rather than it's not a crop circle, which I think would even would have been. Oh my word! Better. So it's not like they've just printed something out and put it, stuck it down, or whatever. No. This is they've grown a, like yeah. through plants or crops this to create is, a QR code. Yeah, jeez, it's um, uh, yeah, it's um. Apologies, I I just uh, I got the actual where it took you. It's to go and uh, uh, take this um immersive experience with a so it's called the digital stars and stripes experience, but. <laughs> Do you want to have a guess at how big how big we're talking? So it was a square. Oh. So it was. I was going to talk about the, the width of it, but the width will be the the height as as, as well. Um, so if you want to have a guess how how big or you know what the width of it was, um, that's probably well, the easiest. I way. mean, it's quite I mean, I've got an idea. I, I don't I don't know the width of it, but I mean, it's uh, you're saying it was grown out of plants, yeah. out of crops. Gosh, I mean. Uh, Shall I do it in like football fields, like American football fields? That uh, I have got know. that. I have got how okay. many football fields? I'd say a football field. I think it's the size of a football okay. field. Um, so I'm going to put it in the <laughs> yeah. Basically, <laughs> a quarter of a mile was the width. <laughs> so Whoa, that's okay. about that's about twenty football fields. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so it's, that's crazy. It's big. It's real big. And we just like big stuff, don't we? <laughs> well, that phrase springs to mind of, you know, they were so consumed with trying to trying to get it to work, they never stopped to think of why, <laughs> why they should do it. What does yeah. that phrase go? Something along those lines. Um, yeah, they were uh, so obsessed with why, they never thought about whether they should, whether, whether they could or, or whether they should, rather. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah we're on the same page. I quite like that. It's um, Actually, I was reading I was reading a book recently, and there's, um, there's a Stephen King book, and he's... Um, he talks about a few different things and he says he was trying to write this huge, long saga. If anyone reads the books, okay. they're called the, uh, um, uh, the Dark Tower series. And he was like, I wanted to write something that was like as long or longer than Lord of the Rings. And I think that's what summed <laughs> it up here is he's pretty much gone. Why? Because it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> so, um, either way, I like it. It's a big thing. There you go. So um, Got it. Yeah, nice. we're going to have to get one massive T-shirt next year. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that's hey, that's the bar, isn't it? 20 football fields wide. That's Jeez, it. that is crazy. Um, You're going to have to fly yeah, over that's... it to actually, like, scan it, I figure. I was going to say, so is that is that how that, you know, they're expecting? Is it over, like, a flight path, for um, example, a well-travelled flight path? I hadn't caught that, actually. I, it's, you see in the, the images are taken from a plane. So yeah, I think that's, that's okay. Fair so I presume that's because there is no way someone from the ground can actually scan that QR yes, code. Let's no, put indeed. it that way. Unless they are, I mean, like exceptionally tall. But um, is it? <laughs> <laughs> How tall are you thinking? <laughs> 
<laughs> like really tall. I'm taller than like really taller, tall. taller than twenty football fields. Um, but, yeah. um, it's in Indiana, um, so there's farmland. Yeah, Chow. Oh, they're really tall over there. If that's it, that's it. Grow, stick them in a grow bag. They've been able to take uh, pictures of the QR code easily. Um, but yeah, there's um, uh, it's in uh, Chalfon family farms in in Indiana. If anyone is thinking of a of a voyage to go and have have a look, but um, yeah. Well, I imagine it's probably not there anymore, given the season. We're down here, definitely in the. Oh, autumn. that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's winter the now. Crop, so. If it's made of crops, it's not there anymore. Yeah, listeners, um, if you if you've booked your tickets. I'm sorry, I, I might have just told you the information was just a bit too late, so quick. Well, you can go and enjoy the other sites of Indiana. You can go watch the basketball, the Indiana Pacers. Oh, you yeah. can do other Indiana-based bits. <laughs> Which I'm, that's about as I know of Indiana. Well, blimey, how are you going to fit all of that in, Joe? <laughs> or, go see some corn. Or, hang on, look, we can, we can do... It's, we're going to get like structure again, like we talked about earlier. Stay on the plane. Keep go if you're coming from the UK, for instance. Keep going. Maybe a slight change of direction, and head over with us to Hawaii. Oh, I love that yeah. transition! Okay. What a great okay. transition, Barbara. It wasn't contrived. We are or now. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I think it felt very natural. Um, so, <laughs> so, so yeah, so we're in Hawaii. Um, I only know Hawaii from the movies and from you know picture books. Uh, or, or and those moving machines. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know um, what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. I'm just excited because Hawaii looks incredible. It looks yeah. like paradise, doesn't it? It is. It's like it's always been like when I was like a kid. Like fast, a fast car was a red Ferrari. Like yeah. posh food was lobster, and like island paradise was Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Those yeah, like, I'm with you on. I'm following like that your standard bearers for those. And I think Hawaii still is. I think it's you know it's it's still a, you know the highest. Even though you know the likes of uh, you know Mark Zuckerberg own you know the, one of the biggest plots of land on Hawaii, and there's all this kind of thought of people coming over and taking over the land, you know, and pricing the locals out of it, and yada yada. You know, this is obviously you know a bit of a, a different land to it now. But the essence of Hawaii is in theory captured in Kona Brewing Co. And they are based on the big island, which is Hawaii itself. So Hawaii is a space, is like there's quite a few different islands that make up the islands of Hawaii. And the big one um, is called, is you know, the big island is, is, is Hawaii. And this is where this Kona Brewing is, is, is based. Um, so, you know, if I'm honest, I only know Kona Brewing from my local M&S. Because they tend to That's this this talking. Kona yeah. Kona beer has just propped up or cropped up in 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 M&S, and mm. it's been all the rage. And I must say, it's become my uh, reverse commute little tipple. Uh, you know, when I'm waiting to get the train uh, from yeah. London back home, I'll swing into M&S. Uh, and pick up a couple of Konas, and then sit on the train having a nice little 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 sip on the on the co- co- Kona when I've got a a late train home or whatever. So yeah, I've got fond memories already of a of a nice Kona on a train. I can to- I can totally see it, and um, yeah, to be I think MNS they do a good selection of of uh, mm. like craft beers as well. I think they try and keep them. Um, normally they try and keep them quite local to your store. However, uh, Hawaii is not <laughs> is not local for, for, for us, is it? But it also no. I bought them. I I was interested to check because I don't think they've been stocking them for for that long. Because 
I'm sure I've, I've had a few people mention to me having a Kona, and it had been a while, it had been a long time coming that I'd had one, but it does stand out, I think, um, mm. in like on, on a shelf. As, as soon as I sort of went in and saw oh, it's incredible. Them in there, I was like, there you go. It looks different. It kind of, there is a slight whiff of the <laughs> design of a can of a bongo. There's <laughs> <But laughs> a little bit of that, um, but, but for our um, American audience, let them know what an umbongo is. <laughs> uh, I thought we talked about umbongo before. Umbongo, I, I, I don't even know what it is. I just know that the le- next line is "sip it in the Congo." Um, <laughs> it, was, it was tropical fruit juice drink. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. aimed at kids. Yeah, that was absolutely. It. Yeah, sorry, yeah, but yes. the kids drink. <laughs> Like proper jungle vibe, um, and I think yeah. like a monkey swinging from a tree. Um, it was always pretty good, pretty good juice. I With thought. a very catchy tagline that you still remember. That's so it. you know, yeah, it's yeah. great. So it was a, a marketer's dream, that isn't it? Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. it looks a little bit, a little bit like that. But it's also quite that. It's a really pleasant like ocean scene. I don't know what that mm. what that sort of illustration thing is is, is kind of called, but it's almost a style. Yeah, yeah, it kind of reminds me of you know you sometimes see those posters for actually like the French Riviera and stuff as well. So I mean mm. that's that's in quite sharp, stark contrast to what I was just saying about Mbongo, but um, it's really eye catching. <laughs> yeah, well, I say that I think that that you've nailed it with with Kona is that they have literally the can design has captured what it what we feel it must be like in hawaii and obviously there is an element of this they are from hawaii so they've probably like looked out their window and or gone to different parts of the island and captured it and then drawn an illustration of that on the can um because it just it looks like it transports you there maybe that's why i'm drawn to it on my reverse commute in the depths of you know darkness of on a train at nine o'clock at night traveling back from the, the office Maybe I want to be transported to Hawaii. And so my consumption of this beer is is why I want to transport myself away into, you know, a little bit of a bit of me time. And maybe I'm thinking I'm in Hawaii. I don't know. Looking at this can because it's incredible. It's your escapism from the concrete jungle. That's 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 it Mm. in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. So almost because I haven't been to Hawaii, this wholeheartedly reinforces what I think Hawaii is. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so you know, and maybe going there will will completely dissipate this, but I I don't think so. I think they're pretty um, they're pretty on point. Yeah. Well, they go they go quite hard in on if you if anyone goes and like reads up on them, it is like yeah. that whole surfer vibe. I think most of the beers yes, are, like, are okay. named for that reason as well. So mm-hmm. it's longboard is the island lager. What's the um big wave is the is is the golden ale. Um, I think I, I looked on the designs of like a lot of their others, and it is like you know sea based so the um i am again actually i don't know this for sure but i was jumping to the conclusion that the founder uh, a chap called cameron healy um who i think Mm. founded it with uh, his son uh, spoon calza um i just oh wow i just figured i know that's a hell of a name isn't it spoon that's a great name (laughs) i sort of kind of wish that he was named after like a specific piece of brewing equipment, but you know you can't you can't have everything. Spoon, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, hop spoon or something. Keg. I don't know. Like, yeah, keg, keg, would be keg. better. Yeah, keg Phillips. <laughs> that, that's what you want to be called if you want to be a brewer. That's a strong brewer's strong name. Brewer's name, keg Phillips. <laughs> but, but they've been doing this since since 1994. Do you know, I I shouldn't I shouldn't assume. I figured they were were surfers as 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 well. Mm. Um, but I think that's what they've kind of. Yeah, been leaning on. It's that kind of, it's that Hawaiian lifestyle, I think, isn't it? And we, we, obviously anyone who's, uh, even though those of you who haven't been there will know that like surfing and, and the sea is kind of like a, you know, a bit of a vibe out there. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I'm I'm quite intrigued by Kona, um, and obviously we'll get into what they're referring to as liquid Aloha and, and and that in a second. But looking at their other beers that you mentioned and other drinks, they actually have a whole range of island seltzers. So they've le- lent into this whole you know area of having a an alternative to beer in, in the breweries going into this seltzer area. So yeah, and they look very cool. You know, they look very on brand for Kona as well. Um, but Bob, so maybe you can tell us a bit about Aloha and a, li- a liquid Aloha. Have you Aloha? I'm you know, probably. Yes. So Aloha, as I think we touched upon earlier on, is, uh, is it, it's hello and goodbye, I think, isn't it? But the liquid Aloha idea is that it's, um, I'm paraphrasing here, but kind of, uh, I was going to say kind of community, but it's actually just, there, there are, I think as they've put it, there are, we are all connected. Everyone and everything is, is connected. And um, it's about the, the joy of, uh, respecting that connection it's a very positive friendly it is it, sort of vibe isn't it it's, it's it's like love love in a can isn't it <laughs> yeah well it sounds like it's more of a feeling than it is like a you know a word or anything isn't it it's like you know i know we say aloha but you know we we know it as like hello maybe goodbye as well but it feels like that's what they're, they're kind of getting across is it's a it's a state of mind it's a way of being is 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 that as well i think that's really really quite strong that's very strong obviously uh you know i love the sound of that as well everyone loves to have a bit of aloha uh and to just channel that coming in um so i mean kona brewing itself as you know they're kind of a lot of work that they're doing is as you'd imagine it's kind of hawaii or kind of like you know water orientated so they're doing a lot of work right now about um like they're calling catch a clean wave which is their program for cleaning up beaches removing of plastic and waste from the oceans um so you know they're kind of very very cool uh they've done some collaborations with uh with rain spooner um to make some you know t- some different shirts you know those kind of classic uh hawaiian shirts uh, as you can oh, see so you know kind of famous fashion designer so that's cool um obviously they've done their seltzers co- they've done you know seltzers so they've done like cocktails and stuff with it so you know i think there's just a you know that everything is very much focused around you know and, and actually catch a clean wave is not only is it they're kind of cleaning the beaches kind of thing but they're also um it's, it's also a surf trip so it's as well as cleaning, yeah. you actually get to surf the beaches as well. So they're kind of really leaning into, you know, it's quite literally cleaning beaches, but also as well using the, you know, the benefits of having a clean beach. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, this is the, I, I did notice this picking up. It's the uh, Hawaii, I think also, not just these guys who brought it, I, I think um, um, the locals are really proud of just the natural beauty of the place, isn't it? So, I mean, to be honest, if they're uh, making brewery, uh, making beer from their brewery that, that is meant to, um, celebrate everything Hawaii, then, then actually looking after the place obviously has to, to be quite a significant uh, part of it as uh, as well. I understand also the original brewery site, is it Ka- Ka- <laughs> again, difficult one for pronunciation, but it's Ka- Kailua Kona. That's that's still in place as well. They've expanded and had another brewery as well, but but the original is is is, is still in place. So um, uh, again, I always have that in mind that um, that would have been built with you know a bit of sort of respect to the environment. Although I suppose also it was in nineteen ninety four, so we've probably come on a fair way since then in terms of actually if you were building one from scratch um, and making it sort of efficient and sort of uh, environmentally friendly is probably um, yeah probably things have stepped on a bit from there. I was I was quite interested to know you know it, you know you mentioned before about it starts up in 1994 by a father and son team um you know and and, and do they still own the business um so I was doing a bit of digging behind this and 
the truth is, it looks like they're actually owned by, they're now owned since 2020 by a company called PV Brewing Partners. And they created, the, they completed this acquisition in 2020 from a Craft Brew Alliance Inc. Now, I was trying to dig around this because I'd never heard of any of these companies before, but Craft Brewing Alliance Inc. was purchased by AB and Bev in 2020, which coincided with them basically selling off this Kona Brewing Company to this PV Brewing Partners. So, you know, I, I was still, so it's, so they're now owned by this, you know, company who looked to be like a private equity firm, basically PV Brewing Partners is, a, is an equity firm. It was sounding a bit complicated, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, for for good reason. You know that's yeah. what they're trying to do. They keep they make it. You know, so it's it's owned by a private equity firm, mm-hmm. but from their marketing, it looks like you know their their family and their Instagram. It looks like their uh, you know, I don't know if you know they're they're kind of their big thing is these. Uh, I think is Sunny. Um, yeah, so he's uh, he's kind of still doing. He's still very much involved in this. So Spoon, sorry, not Sunny, yeah. Spoon. Is very much involved still in, in and he's doing like Instagram videos, and he's they've done, they've recently done a TV spot for March Madness back in twenty nineteen. Actually, it wasn't too long ago. Um, so you know they're 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 still kind of the face of the organisation sure. uh, and Kona Brewing Company. Yeah, of course. Um, what what do you think of the beer? I mean, I know actually yeah, you good said, question. Said, said that already it's become a staple for you, but um, uh, I was quite surprised by like the amount of. Flavor I was getting from the um, mm. the the Longboard Island Lager. I thought yeah. this was going to be more of a I, I don't know more basic I suppose, but it's it's mm. quite um I, I'm quite hoppy, and yeah. I mean actually it's it's got um I think it has a pale malt in it, but it's um yeah I mean that's going to explain that that it was ah this was it this is what I loved I could find their their hops so uh, Mount Hood Halital Sterling and Millennium. Um, uh, okay, and I think it is. It's quite hoppy for a lager. It is hoppy, as as a lager goes. It's got so much flavour to it. You hit yeah. the nail on the head there. I, I, I you know, it, it's it's unusual. It's a very unusual tasting lager because it's got so much flavour to it. It isn't your usual like you know kind of American you know lager in that sense yeah. of like being a bit like everyday whatever. This is something different, and I it just it's very refreshing after you've had a couple of sips of it you you know you know you're drinking something different yeah. so the lager is really interesting um I, it's not your average everyday kind of clean cut lager it's got a bit more of a of a of a flavor palette to it that's it like it's keeping it's it's, it's got a bit more oomph i'm not going to use the p word yeah. it's got a bit more oomph at 4. <laughs> it's got it's got a bit more oomph at 4.6% than yeah. i would say some of those premium uh lagers macro possibly also uh the, the word for them that that are sort of five five point two percent um so it's quite nice it, i also had to do a double take because i was like is that can big or am i like are my eyes tired or something <laughs> it is a three five five mil isn't it and i think i looked at it yeah said, that is ever so slightly really bigger. subtle yeah. like difference but also i think that lends itself yeah. we we're just saying about how sort of bold the, the flavor of it is i think that makes sense because mm. you would want to be drinking this in the i don't think you i well i'm sure i'm sure i'd cope with it fine but i don't think i would go <laughs> for 500 mils a bit at a time if that makes sense 
Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I actually now that you've come to mention it, I always assumed that it was a three thirty mil, but actually now you've said it, I've looked at the can. It's three five five mil, as you said. It actually feels bigger, yeah, <laughs> unsurprisingly. I... <laughs> <laughs> but I've always <laughs> your your Funny eyes that. have not deceived you, and nor have your hands. Actually, That's good. <laughs> but I, I, actually I now was... I'm holding it in my hand. I'm now going, whoa! This is yeah. such a big can for. <laughs> 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 but at the same time, it's not. It's just it's just a tiny bit bigger than the other one. It's like I did like a double take. But like a tiny, tiny person <laughs> drinking from a small, a huge can. <laughs> We're really easily impressed. Just like anything made slightly bigger is like this is. They incredible. must be so much bigger in Hawaii. I, honestly, <laughs> I did this massive double take. I was like, look at that. Thought it was a normal sized can. It's bloody not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> My whole Think of that extra value you're getting each Look time you buy a I can. Know, yeah. I know. I'm not buying 330 mil cans like some mug anymore. No. For for you bargain hunters out there, you're going to not drink anything but Kona. Yeah. You know, you're getting a, you're getting 355 mil for probably a, a 330 mil you know price tag. Um, right. Flavor wise, talk to me about the gold now. What are you? What are oh, the John, big wave gold um, now? What's your thinking? I'm, I'm, that sort of question, I think, is richly deserving of me tasting some and, and then having a think. Well, I, sorry, I, I presume you'd be doing like me, and I've been swapping between the lager and the gold mail. I have been. Give it a real... I, I, did, I did a little jump jump back and forth, but I was then I was focusing in on the lager. Let me. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm, Have a little. Fine, what's the bouquet? I was thinking a fine bouquet. Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't call that. A golden, uh, it is golden ale, isn't it? But it tastes to me like a pale. Mm. I think. Yeah. It's that's again. It's for again another one that's sort of four point four percent. It's quite bold. It it does. It's not as bold as as the um, lager. I think it's almost the session option of the two. I think. Yeah, um, I I think you're right. I I don't I don't. It, it, the lager was was kind of like hoppier for yeah. sure. It felt like an you know kind of that that kind of like vibe. The golden though, it's got a really interesting flavour to it it's, because it's almost like like well, I mean, gold's not a word, and it's a gold nail, but it's like it's got kind of a malt to it yeah. that's giving this long like kind of long like kind of taste at the end. Like it it lingers, doesn't it? The taste of the beer lingers around your mouth a bit longer. Yeah, I think that's. Um... I think that's about right. I said there was something about it I couldn't quite put my finger on, and I think mm-hmm. I was just doing my check of which hops. Um, where are they gone? I ah, uh, do, do you want to have a guess? There's one where I, I it's very easy to say now that I've got it written in front of me, but there was one I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, knew that was in there. Um, there's Galaxy and Citra hops. Well, I was gonna say Citra. Everything's got citra at the moment. Ah, uh, yeah, blood, bloody knew that was citra hops, but I might be doing bloody citra. Um, but but it galaxy is... makes sense. Galaxy yeah. is a galaxy, quite an interesting choice on that one. I think that's a really interesting blend of hops. Yeah, and I'd um, do you know? I think I picked it up. If I think of a golden ale, and again, do you know who wants to bang brewers over the head with? Well, actually, I think 
uh, uh, the name of that type of beer is actually like, what you've got there is more of a something or other. Because um, also these guys who've actually made this probably know better than me anyway. But I don't. Th- mm. I didn't think of this kind of beer when I thought of a golden ale. I, I think of <laughs> really weirdly. Um, there's speckled hen do their alternative yes. their golden, which is golden hen. Yeah, and that's what I was yeah. thinking of. But this is a golden from a very different part of the world, isn't it? Yeah, but I think they're meaning golden by like kind of a. It's like an easy drinking, you know, yeah. like kind of kind of beer. I, that that's the attitude that I get that they're they're kind of this Aloha liquid Aloha feeling. You know, it's 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 less about the the style of beer. It's more about how it makes you feel. Yeah. And I would give it to them. I think this beer is very easy drinking. It's That's got, it. it's very smooth. It's, it kind of, it, it gives that kind of nice lingering taste to it. It's meant to be consumed slowly. I feel, you know, yeah. if you were to kind of start pounding these down, you'd be missing out on what this beer has to offer. Yeah. Do you know what? This is also to me, I always seem to make this, this weird context this weird setup for when i drink the beer and it's always the same this is my i think this is the sunny day beer as well and Mm. this is you crack a couple of these with a barbecue more so than Mm. i think the lager which i was wasn't expecting to say beforehand no i think you're right i think out of the two my preference has been this gold nail i like the island lager a lot um but i think it's got you know it's nowhere near as smooth tasting as this gold nail. Yeah, yeah. So I think Kona themselves describe it as li- like quite quite bright, but sort of, uh, lighter, lighter, brighter. <laughs> so, lighter, brighter. Lighter, <laughs> so a, sorry, their, word, their words, I'm going to quote them, bright hop aroma, um, but lighter body. Because um, actually this is... Uh, which, I, I do, which if I'm honest, that sounds much better than your phrase of lighter, brighter. Lighter, brighter, yes. <laughs> I'm carried away then. Um, I like this because also they, I really... they. Uh, if you want to go and look into them as well, they do mm. quite a good profile on, on each of these. And actually we've gone into sort of the, in inverted commas, hard facts about them there is also a backstory to each one as well which i won't i won't tell tell everyone about here and now go and have a look because because they are quite interesting as well and actually i think it helps you get into a little bit of the the uh the island vibe if you do that so uh, talking you throw some numbers your way Uh, instagram instagram they've got one hundred and seventeen thousand followers this is kona brewing yeah uh, which is pretty 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 good yeah. uh, and then twitter they have uh 33,000 followers so i love this kind of brewing company i love what they're all about uh, i think they're a breath of fresh air in a very you know a sea diverse as well <laughs> yeah it's like they're, they're sailing they're surfing on in here as a as a as a, as a firm favorite of mine i like this big wave gold nail a lot um, this is the first time I properly consumed their island lager actually, and, and and trying to really tasted it. I think it's really interesting, mm-hmm. but the for me out of the two, the big wave gold nail kind of tips the tips the bucket for me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Interesting is the word for the the um for the 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 island lager. And do you know what? I, I just the more I think about these guys, the more I think it is they're very easy to like, aren't they? And it's just in a world where we, I mean, we we're blessed with lots of craft breweries at the moment, but. They just got. They'll be able to stand up because that is a real identity, isn't it? The, the, the Kona, they're the Hawaiian ones. <laughs> like that's you'll be able to remember that. And um, as we were just sort of touching on before, the, the whole the whole ethos is 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 you know hard not to like, isn't it? 
It's hard not to like. It's also hard not to want it. It's a they're selling a lifestyle after all. Big you game. know, it's a yeah. it's a beer, but they're selling a lifestyle, which is the Hawaiian lifestyle and way of being. And and it's 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 a hey, talking from personal experience, it's nice to have a you know a, this escapism of of drinking one of these on the train. <laughs> And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>